every church is different every ministry is different i mean simply number one what do you need how many people do you have sound you got to worry about do you have a live stream you have to worry about podcast where we equip you to communicate your message, reach more people, and ultimately increase his name through your church. I am Luke Clayton, your host, and today we are going back to one of our episodes from the archive that we never have released until right now. This is an episode that we did several months ago about building a volunteer media team. And for those of you who typically watch, we thank you. However, since this does go back a few months, we do not have a video version of this. And so you're going to be just listening to the audio. So this is a conversation with me and my co-host, Bo Snyder, about building a volunteer media team. Check it out. Bo, today we are talking about something that we get asked about a good bit. Yeah. And that is how to build a volunteer team. Yes. Volunteer media team. A volunteer yes, media yep. team. Yep. Uh, because the thing about volunteers is, um, well, the thing about volunteers and media, well, volunteers in general, it's free help. Right. So, you know, the, the, to some extent, the expression, you get what you pay for, really does come into play. Yep. And, and before you go any farther, there, the, the majority of people that ask us this question is you know a smaller church they don't have a full-time staff they don't have someone who like you know they, they're paid to be there which is i think the majority of most churches yeah. most ministries so when we say volunteer it is you know someone who's just a member in the church sometimes it's teenagers you know just someone like hey i, I want to help out and you kind of take whatever you can get yep. so that's what we're talking about here how to kind of bring those people together to create a good team yeah and in, in media and in the creative space particularly it's something that for different roles on that team actually do require a level of skill sure. and even natural talent. Yep. Uh, and so, for example, you can't just say anybody's going to be a volunteer designer. All right. If they don't have that design eye, it's just not going to work out. Thank you for your service, but <laughs> yeah, so come again next year. Uh, and, and honestly, even something like running a soundboard. Okay. Yeah. If you don't understand a little bit about sound and EQ and the things that go into that, uh, you may not be the best guy for you know your church's right. soundboard. And so uh, yeah, so I think we've got some you know it's kind of some talking points mm-hmm. here. We're going to walk through about building a team. And so one of the things I do want to say first is along those lines of I, that's the biggest thing that we'll get asked is, well, if all I have to work with is volunteers and creative media requires a level of skill and talent. Right. That's the hard part. It's how do we put them to work? Right. And so this, we'll kind of start here. This is what we we tell people um, is that you got to kind of first break down your workflow. Okay. So let's take, for example, uh, let's take making uh, designing a graphic. Okay. So we talked about a lot of that the past couple episodes with Matt, mm-hmm. but let's say we're designing a graphic. You kind of break down your workflow of what you need. So if you're putting together like a pamphlet or a brochure or something for your church to promote your church, well, there's more than the actual visual aspect of it and the, you know, the messaging and all that. There's the actual written content that needs to be there. Sure. And just from someone who's done that kind of work before, you spend a lot of time 
trying to develop that content. Find <laughs> how, that. how many times have you waited for people to give you content? Oh, I need content. Someone's got to give me content here. That's the name of the game. Once again, Matt's off camera here, and he could testify too. Like waiting on content is like the biggest, uh, the one of the biggest things you wait on when you're working yeah. for the church or a client in general. And right. so, but uh, as far as if you're in that position of, of in a church and you're like, well, I'm kind of doing it, I'm developing that content and then I'm incorporating that content into my design. Well, that's something, that's an example of something that you can have a volunteer help with. Right. Hey, go assemble this content. Figure out, you know, if it's for an event, figure out when the date is, the times, you know, the different details about it, you right. know, the, the, the different things that we need to communicate on this design piece. Right. And it's a small example of a way you can put a volunteer Yeah, work. that's that's a whole nother episode. We've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but maybe a first step to helping out your media team is figuring out something, what can I give someone else? Yeah. You know, what can I delegate? What's something like, hey, maybe I actually do this and I enjoy it, but will it help the team, help the effort to give it away, say, hey, I'll do something else even though I like it because you're willing to help and you can. So, Well, and that's a good point you make is if you're going to delegate anything or recruit, build any type of team, you have to relinquish control. Yep. Um, and this is just a, you know, a leadership principle in general. Yeah. I mean, but it, it carries over to like the case of your media is you just cannot be focused on, on you are going to lose control. I mean, into right. an extent, you're going to lose control of every particular element. And I have talked to several guys who they, they'll admit it. They said, this is where I struggle. It's not that I don't have the, the potential of it building a team. It's not that I don't have guys that I could potentially delegate to. It's that I have a, I have a way I want it done, yep. and, I, and so I just can't delegate. Or they say, well, it would just be quicker for me to do it than to teach it. Control is hard. It is. The way we've always done it is hard. Yeah. It's and, yeah. and, you know, it's like the way we see, you know, we we built this team here and mm-hmm. it started out, it was just me and then Bo came on and now Matt came on. And yeah, there's that, there is that. And I still kind of fight that a little bit. Like when you delegate to people, you do have to realize that, hey, I'm going to lose an aspect of control here. However, it's for the greater good. Yep. And ultimately... Uh, in in ninety percent of cases, when a team works on something, it is better than what an individual can produce. Sure, most of the time, yep. and so Absolutely. that's that is something to to keep in mind. Is that yes, you may lose that element of control, but it's going to free up a lot of time for you to do what you do best. So right. if you are the designer, letting someone go out and collect that content for you, even though you may not like the way they deliver it, or oh, I, I wish they would have written it this way or asked this way, whatever it may be, uh, it's still going to give you the ability to go through. And yes, you can proof it and you can correct it, but also you're going to focus on what you do best. You're going to be able to take that content and make a nice design. Right. And if you and if you do that, if you go that route, this is something a lot of people do not have the the personal skill to do. A lot of people are not good teachers. Yeah. They they don't take the time. They say, "You know, what? I'm just going to do it myself for the next 10 years or whatever." It's like if you would take the time to teach somebody for an hour yep. or a couple of days or whatever, that takes so much off of you. It yep. empowers them. Yep. It helps them be a part of the ministry. They feel like part of the team. And a lot of people, they just don't want to show people things. Yep. I, I think of people that have been, you know, most churches have a guy who's been running the soundboard for years yep. or have been doing this. It's like, well, he, that's kind of his thing, mm-hmm. his ministry. Well, he needs to teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so if you can kind of help them have that mentality, hey, just bring somebody along, kind of mentor somebody else. It'll help build the team for the future, the present, obviously, too. So there's that. Yeah, and here's just, and I like how you mentioned that. I mean, so much of delegation and, uh, you know, help, getting other people to help you is teaching. Yeah. And here's, you think, well, I can't teach. It's hard for me to do. Here's just a simple, practical thing you can try. 
a lot of this work we're talking about is maybe done on a computer. Mm-hmm. Well, most computers, Macs have this built in. I haven't used Windows in so long, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but uh, they have like a screen capture software built yep. in. So like with, with Mac, it's QuickTime. Okay, you go on new screen recording. Just record the work as you do it. And right. then you take that video file and you pass it on and say, hey, this is how I do it. And you've done the work, but you've taught someone in the process. Oh, the same thing even goes right. to if it's if it's something that's, uh, you know, maybe done in a physical environment, not just on a virtual computer there. Right. Is, well, set up your phone and say, hey, I'm going to show you while I'm getting this ready. I'm going to show you how to do this. So right. just that's a real practical way sure. to teach someone uh, as you're doing the work. Right. Uh, and so, so yeah, that, that aspect of, of getting a volunteer team right. is well. What if they're not good at it? And yeah. and that is in this. It's space, a very valid concern. It's a good concern, but I still believe there are ways for you to learn how to delegate yep. certain parts of a task. Another thing is this, and we've we've done this before. Uh, you get somebody who uh, maybe they have an interest in video editing. Both yeah. you're the producer, the yep. editor uh, around here. Well, before we uh, we found someone, uh, they are interested in video editing. And we've said, okay, we've sent them our raw footage and we've said, hey, take this and go through and just give us what we call a rough cut. Just right. cut it together. You mm-hmm. know, take out the junk, you know, all the mistakes and everything. I just cut it together and send us back. Well, that, you know, this is an editor. That's half the battle. That's half the work is compiling 75% of the battle and cutting out the Huge. stuff that's no good and yep. choosing the right takes. And then you take that and you give the finish, you make the Polish finished it, product yep. and mm-hmm. make it there. So anyways, that's, that's, that's a big part. We spent a lot of time on that right. part of it because yeah. that is a, it's a concern, but I still think it's something that you can navigate yep. and still build a volunteer team there. Yep. Let's talk about a few, just, I put on a few points here, just some practical things. I mean, obviously once you get past that, Hey, I'm going to build a team. I'm going to be into this. What are some things you have to ask yourself? I mean, simply number one, what do you need? How yeah. many people do you have sound you got to worry about? Do you have a live stream you have to worry about? Do you have someone who does graphics, does, you know, slides or whatever mm-hmm. for you? Um, maybe they run pro presenter or something. Every church is different. Every ministry is different. So figure out what you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes when people ask me, hey, what kind of camera do I need? Whatever. You know, it's like, tell me what you're doing yeah. because you can't fill positions that you don't need. I yeah. mean, you might have, you know, someone, Hey, I know a lot about video. Well, we don't have a live stream. So that, that doesn't really do you any good. Yeah. So you got to figure out what you need. Then you can plug in people accordingly. Um, anything to add? Yeah. Right there? Well, so uh, that's a good thing to ask because, uh, as you're moving into something, that's a great point is, uh, I know that back when I was serving at a church, uh, I had people approach me and they said, well, this is my skill set," mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we don't really need that skill set. Right. But if you're willing, uh, you can, you know, maybe apply some of that to here. So for example, uh, we had an IT guy there on staff. Well, had a guy come to me and said, well, hey, I'm in IT. Like I do that. And I said, well, you've Talk to the IT guy. Right. We already have one. And yep. so maybe he maybe he can find something for you to do. But as far as if you're looking at something the media, audio, visual right. ends, uh, you know, you can learn how to do some of this stuff isn't that hard. So, you know, you right. can learn how to maybe operate a camera mm-hmm. or, you know, you could learn how to uh, maybe compile the slides for the uh, for the service or something like right. that. And then a lot of it, too, is. You know, you say, well, uh, first of all, okay, for example, you use a great example of somebody who's a video guy. They approach you about live stream. Yeah. Well, we don't have live stream yet, but it's yep. something we want to do. Yep. Very likely it's something mm-hmm. if you're not doing, you want to do. So 
why don't you start researching that for us? Why don't you start putting that together, yep. you know, kind of getting some some information about cameras and equipment and switchers and whatever. Kind of, yeah, come to me with a plan, if you will, of how sure. we can make this happen. Um, and so, yeah, that's a great point. You do have to find who you need and, right. and put them to work accordingly. It's, it's interesting that you said, you know, have someone who's a professional or knows something about it who wants to serve. This is something that I've, I've seen a lot in churches is a lot of people, you know, they, they look at their, their congregation and they say, hey, who can help me with this? A lot of times you have professionals in your in your in your congregation. Maybe they can't be there all the time, mm-hmm. but they can help you get started. Yeah. Okay, just take a soundboard. I mean, soundboard they're they're a lot more complicated than what they look. But we have there's there's people at churches that I've been a part of. There's a guy in the church every every couple of weeks, every month, or you know whatever it is, he comes in periodically, makes sure kind of resets yeah. the board, works out all the bugs. Hey, everything looks good. You know we got to replace this wire cable, whatever it is. But for the most part, you're doing good. So and I say that to say the person who runs the board, he doesn't need to know everything about it. He needs to know the ins and outs. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. But you don't need. Hey, I, I have to have a professional running this all the time, or I don't. I can't have anybody at all. Not necessarily true. Yeah. So yeah. just kind of take that approach. Maybe there's somebody that can help you get things started, but you don't need that person all the time to maintain. Correct. I yeah. guess if that makes sense. Yep. And a lot of time with running a soundboard, particularly, it, it's a matter of just making sure that mics are on when they need to be on. Right. I mean, really, <laughs> that's ninety five percent of the sound and, guys. And this yeah. is something that you know we try to communicate to um, you know people as we work with them. Is right. look as a sound if during and talk about sound in particularly, but it goes really with all your live AV stuff. If during the service itself, you have to make a major adjustment, you didn't prepare properly. Right. And so if you say, oh, I need to, I need to, you know, change the EQ or I need to change some type of settings on the actual board or a mic or something when it comes to sound, you should have done all that beforehand. When it comes to the service, it should be a matter of muting and then unmuting. Right. And, and then really, that's about it. And the same thing could go for your cameras and your live stream. I mean, it should just be a matter of positioning them correctly, switching them and all that. And so, right. yeah. if you if you prepare properly, you can maybe eliminate one or two team members. Oh, I yeah. mean, if you if you get your live stream going, if you then or somebody else, maybe the night yep. before, hey, we checked all this, it's ready to go. Well, you don't have to have somebody on standby exactly. or, you, or you don't have to have somebody on the camera because I know it's all good. It's scheduled. It's ready to go, if that makes sense. Yeah. So prep, preparation is huge. Yeah, it really it does. Well, I know that's that's an actual like kind of position on our AV team at the church that uh, that we serve at. Right. Uh, as as I typically am running ProPresenter, which is the, the slide presentation software. Yep. But almost always someone is getting there before me actually preparing the slides for the service. So making sure the right songs are ready to, to right. go and yep. the, the, sl- the graphics. And, and all that different stuff. And Sa- so, same thing with the video editing. It's got their, yep. You're putting the bones together, exactly. and then you come in, change a few things really yep. quick, whatever. Make some small tweaks, and then just run with it. Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, that that's uh, what you what you need is important. And I like to say this when we talk about AV. We've said this before. Um, one of the things you need to prepare for, just in the spirit of talking about preparation, yeah. is know how you're going to respond to a situation before it happens. Yes. We've said this before, but it's very important. When it comes to your AV, as AV especially, uh, in a live service, okay, if a light goes out, well, how are we going to respond? What's our response? If a mic is dead, yep. how are we going to respond to that? Now, yes, there should have been some preparatory work to prevent yep. that, but you have to have that in place. I, I use this example. Uh, one time we were uh, in the middle of a service, one of our projectors died, and we have a dual screen setup. Yep. And so only when one of our projectors dies, the way the auditorium uh, is is uh, is. Positioned or they're positioned in the auditorium, uh, 
half the congregation can't see yeah. what's on the screens. <laughs> and so our policy, if a projector dies, the other one goes off too. Yep. And we do the rest of the service without screens. We figure out, we manage. Uh, we, we may be inconvenient. It may cause, you know, throw some people off. But, but there was a plan. There was it, a plan there's in a place. plan. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, so that's, I always like to mention that. Yep. And that's something your volunteer team can help you develop. Right. Is develop that process and those steps that you would take in the event that something happens. This is something else. I've mentioned this before, but to keep in mind, when, you know, we're talking about, you know, delegating, kind of creating your media team. The best media team that you can have is one that nobody talks about. Yeah, oh yeah. That that is, uh, you know, if, if you're talking about oh I want the glory or whatever, you you never mm-hmm. want when it comes to screens, to to the audio, to the video whatever it is, live stream, you never want anyone to talk about yep. you. You yep. know what that means? That means everything went perfect. Yep. There was no glitches, there was no problems, everything went fine. If if nobody ever comes up to you and talks about the video audio video Audio visual. Yeah, get that right. There yeah, go. audio visual. That means everything's working right. Yeah. If you have people constantly coming up to you, there's obviously a problem. So, so please take this approach when it comes to your media team. It's not about the glory of the team. It's not about hey, they they put on a great performance there. You put on a great performance if nobody mentions it. Exactly. That's it's it's weird, but it's how it works. It's, it's nobody nobody mentions it. Nobody notices anything if it goes awesome. Yep. They just expect it. Yep. But the minute something does, you'll hear about it. Yep. So just the only time that. heads turn towards the sound booth is when something goes wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Uh, nobody ever turns on. Hey, this sounds great. Good job. Yeah. yeah I actually, I, I've seen that happen one time. A oh, preacher okay. got I, up. I he said, "Hey, correct. I used to be a sound guy. Let's give the applause to those sound guys." <laughs> so it did. I, I like that. That's it's happened good. one time in nice. all the time that I've spent in a sound booth. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So this, when it comes to creating your team and, and recruiting your team, yep. uh, those hopefully these are just some practical steps that'll help you uh, in recruiting uh, and, and kind of assembling that team. Uh, and so, um, and once again, just to recap a little bit, uh, you got to find the type of tasks that they can do. You know, you have to be able to rel- you have to be willing rather to relinquish some control. Yep. And then you have to figure out what you need. You have to figure out, hey, who needs to fill these positions, and then. Then you've got to have this preparation process. Your team can help you come up with that. Hey, what do we do in the event of this? Uh, make a decision before it happens. Yep. Uh, in, in these situations like that may be uh, otherwise a tragic thing. Make a yep. decision beforehand to, to, to deal with it accordingly. And so, Very simple things. Very simple things, but it can really, really help the team. It really can. So wherever you're listening to podcasts, be sure to subscribe. And that way, when we release a new episode each week, it comes right to your device so that it's ready to go. Uh, each time we release a new episode. And of course, we always appreciate it when you uh, share this podcast, when you tell other people about it. Uh, so whether that's by way of you know sending a personal message or by posting on Twitter, Facebook, or something of that nature, uh, we really appreciate and thank you for doing that. Uh, and then also, it really helps us out when you rate and review us in the iTunes store. Uh, that helps us get, uh, gives us more visibility, helps us get seen, and it's a great way to give us feedback about the podcast. And we do Speaking of feedback, we'd like to mention this from time to time. If you ever have any thoughts or ideas or questions about the podcast, be sure to send them to us. Yes, please do. Podcast at mustincrease.com. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. And who knows, your question uh, may be featured on the show one day. And so it's uh, it's mustincrease.com slash podcast. Yes, that's right. Mustincrease.com slash podcast. Did I I say something? No, I I think you forgot about the podcast part. Oh, okay. So my bad. Mustincrease.com slash podcast. Slash podcast. And if you want to email us, it's podcast at mustincrease.com.
com. So there's yeah, sorry, not trying to confuse. No. <laughs> Clear it up for me. Yeah. <laughs> if he's confused, oh man. Uh, but uh, but seriously, both thanks for being back with us here on the podcast, and thank you for joining us right here on the Must Increase Podcast, where our mission is to increase His name through your church. Thank you.